Hello, everyone. I am Lady T, and welcome to my podcast, Oasis Words of Encouragement, a place to be refreshed, revived, and replenished by the living Word of God. To learn more about us, go to our webpage, winning-women.net. So let us jump right into the Word of God. Hello everyone, Lady T here, ready and willing to encourage your heart in our bi-weekly Words of Encouragement. The title of this week's message, Be Strong and Courageous. We open up with Joshua 1 and 2. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, Thou and all this people unto the land which I do give to them, even the children of Israel. After the death of Moses, God spoke to Joshua. Joshua was Moses' assistant. Joshua, rise up and take the place of Moses and cross over the Jordan River and possess the land which I give to the people by promise. The Jordan River was the only obstacle in the way of the promised land. Joshua 1 and 3. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. God said to Joshua, the same promise that I have given unto Moses, I now give unto you. Just be strong and of good courage. When God gives us something to do, he also gives us a promise in the doing. Joshua, I promise that I will be with you. I will not fail you. I will not forsake you. Joshua, I promise that no man shall be able to stand against you all the days of your life. Joshua, I promise that your victory is already set. Not because Joshua was a great leader, not because Israel is a great nation, but because God is a great God. This is enough for any man or woman of God to take courage to do, to have boldness to do, to walk in confidence to do. Whatever God says will come to pass. Why? Because he said it. God is commanding us. God is commanding his people to be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be discouraged. God says, I got you. I hold you in the palm of my hands. Sometimes we face defeat because of our very own disobedience. With God, the pathway to victory is our obedience and with our faith. Circumstances, situations, surroundings, and people 
must not cause us to pull back from what the Lord has called us to do. We serve a God who is willing to forgive, restore, and give us a second chance when we miss it. God will tell us to return to the place of defeat and turn it into victory. For it is not by might nor by power, but by his spirit that we are victorious. Our success is not measured by the same standards as the world's success. I am not saying that we live a life without problems, but I am saying that we are able to deal with anything the enemy throws our way when we take full advantage of God's presence and his promises. It is by the grace of God that we are what we are, and his grace towards us is not in vain, because with God all things are possible. Robert Schuller said, I would rather attempt to do something great and fail than to attempt to do nothing and succeed. Joshua 3 and 4. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Come not near unto it, that ye may know the way by which ye must go, for ye have not passed this way heretofore. God gave instructions for Joshua to follow it, to follow the Ark of the Covenant, a sacred gold chest built by the people of God according to the command and design of God. The Ark of the Covenant held the sacred items, sacred items in it to remind his people of the covenant that he made with them. He promised to be with them and guide them from the mercy seat on top of the ark. In other words, Joshua was commanded to keep his eyes on God and you will know, you will know the way by which you must go. The Israelites came to the Jordan River by faith. This group never had Joshua as their leader. They never crossed a body of water except for Caleb and Joshua at the Red Sea. This group never seen priests step into a body of water. The promises of God was waiting for them on the other side of the river. About 40,000 men, not including the women and children, they were looking at Joshua, their leader, to take them across this river. Joshua was looking at this impossible body of water that was swollen and overflowing its bank. By faith, Joshua had to believe and trust God to make his promise good. He had to believe and trust God to take them to the other side. 
not seeing how God was going to do it, but believing that he will do it. For no word from God will ever fail. The Lord said to Joshua, You have not passed this way before. You are entering into a path that you have never taken before. You don't know this land. You don't know this territory. You don't know where you are going because this territory is unfamiliar to you. There are no footprints to follow, no pathways to walk, no road signs to guide you. They were entering into an untrodden path, and God is the GPS. In order to walk an untrodden path is to leave our comfort zone and to do the unexpected. God gave Joshua instructions for him to obey. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord and the priest carrying it, you are to move out from your positions, move out of your place of comfort and follow it. When the priest stepped into the river, the water stopped flowing and the people crossed over the Jordan on dry ground. To follow the Ark of the Covenant is keeping your eyes on God. Then you will know which way to go since you have never been this way before. In Joshua's act of obedience, by following the commands of God, by following the Ark of the Covenant, the presence of God, he would know he would know the way by which he must go. Hebrews 12 and 2. It says, looking unto Jesus. When we look to Jesus, we turn our eyes, we turn our minds away from other things and set them firmly on Jesus. We lock our eyes on Jesus, turning our attention to the instructions position, counsel, and warnings of the Lord. When we face what seems like impossible challenges, our obedience and our faith, our obedience and our faith tells us to keep our eyes on Jesus, for he will lead us in the way that we should go. If we focus in on the obstacles that stands in front of us, we will become overwhelmed, overpowered, and the enemy will devour us. Jesus invites us to come to him in the midst of all the obstacles that stand before us. He is wanting us to step out, step out of our comfort zone to do the unexpected, and he will give us success when we keep our eyes and our minds focused on him. Like Peter, if we choose to focus on our surroundings, we will sink. Like Peter, if we choose to return our eyes back to Jesus, he will lift us back up so that we are above the obstacles in life. Jesus hadn't moved when Peter started to sink. But Peter's focus moved. 
when we adjust our focus by keeping our eyes on Jesus, then, then we will receive the divine intervention that we need. In closing, I pray. Well, Father God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord God, and I praise you. Uh, Lord God, your word tells us you will instruct us and teach us in the way, O God, which we shall go. And you will guide us, O God, with your eye. Lord God, we are a people, a people of purpose and vision, ready and willing to follow your plans. So therefore, O God, we refuse, O God, to let our fellowship with you be hindered, hindered, O God, by our own rebellion and lack of faith. Just as you were with Joshua, Lord God, so will you be with us. We will be strong and courageous, O God, and careful to obey your word. Help us, God, to be successful in whatever you have commanded us to do. Whatever we put our hands to, Lord God, Lord, send a blessing upon it. We thank you for going before us and making the crooked places straight. We thank you that your glory will be our rear guard. God, we want your power and presence in our battles. The agony is defeat and the thrill is victory. So therefore, God, thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ. So we thank you, Father, for answered prayers. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Whatever we go through in life, stay encouraged, knowing that God will work it out. God bless.